Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, back in 2006, the Securitas robbery, around 53 million quid, was stolen from their depot in Kent. The largest cash robbery in British crime history. Now, rumour had it, it was Sir Nigel Crisp, head honcho of the NHS, who was under the cosh from the Treasury to somehow get the service back into financial balance. Otherwise, it looked like Crisp was toast. He called for drastic action by noon on Monday, February the 27th, to stop the health service chalking up an unacceptably large deficit uh, by the time the financial year ended at the end of next month in March. Well, five of the robbers got long sentences. It wasn't crisp. He got a life peerage. The Department of Health were very coy about the extent of the overspend. In the previous December, the service was heading for a net deficit of $623 million. It was a lot in those days. Well, there was a lot of palavering about somebody called Duncan Solby, who was the director of so-called programs and performance, called on trusts expecting a financial balance to achieve a surplus to help make good the deficits in other parts of the service. He called for a forensic immediate grip on avoiding all uh, discretionary spend by everyone. Local NHS finance directors responded by cancelling orders for goods and services unless for critical patient care. Directors were asked to use both sides of the boardroom lavatory paper. The system was overheating because trusts were looking after more people than they were paid for. In the real world, it's called overtrading. Well, it's the same old, same old this year. This time, someone called Emily Lawson, and I linked to her wiki page, in my letter this morning. Emily Lawson, she's ex-McKinsey, ex-Morrison's Grocery Shops, ex-Kingfisher, that's Woolies and Screwfix, ex-NHS Vaccines, ex-Bojo's Delivery Unit, <laughs> yes. And now she's back at NHS England as the Chief Operating Officer, getting heavy with trusts. The good old HSJ are reporting Chief Executives and Chief Operating Officers have been sent a form to sign committing to delivering the A&E target for the final month of the financial year and not to close any beds. It also requests the direct phone number and email of the senior responsible officer. Together with an ear bashing from Ms Lawson, who I doubt would know the difference between her A&E from her elbow. Once the form has been signed and in the event of failure, then what? Dunno. I think if I were a trust boss, I'd be inclined to tell NHS England to stick their form where the sun don't shine. Back to the HSJ, they're reporting just 13 acute trusts met the target for January. Average performance was 70%, with more than 20, uh, 20 trusts reporting less than 60%. No one seems interested in why. Operational management is so much more difficult than oppression. It's claimed, Dawson said, and I quote, delivery of the 76% target could impact on how the NHS is funded and on the levels of confidence in the service, including from staff and patients. This is a blatant threat and total, utter, unadulterated 24 current gold bleep. I, th I best not say it. From someone who is obviously being intimidated by the Treasury, 
enthralled to politicians, strong-arming the trust, the consequence of which is very likely to result in boards browbeating senior management who will get heavy with their middle management who will put the boot into the front line and then everyone will wonder why we have trouble with bullying and whistleblowing in the NHS, why people end up thinking the NHS is a rotten place to work, or because fish rots from the head. It looks to me Lawson has no idea what it is to run a hospital and no idea how to get the best of people doing a job she is unqualified to even apply for. If this is some sort of performance hiatus, it's certainly not a crisis, except for Lawson's career. At a time like this, what people want is authentic leaders and more than that, they want more than they want anything else. They don't want strangers sending them threatening letters. At times like this, they want ambassadors of hope, inspiring people, people who have the confidence to say, folks, listen, we have a problem. We want honest people, people who have the confidence to say, look, there's an election coming, maybe earlier than we think. The pressure's on to get the NHS looking in better shape and waiting in A&E is a very visible indicator. What can we do to up our game? Trust bosses know they work in the flotsam of politics. That's just the way it is. It's also the way to get them working for the biggest motivator of all, being part of success, not management by bonkers Billy Do. When will we see NHS England employ, employing grown-ups? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good week. This has been Roy Lemmy. Bye-bye.